This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. But delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Being a human is hard, especially if you're a woman who's having trouble doing that totally normal thing all humans do, but not all of us like to talk about. You know, pooping. Thankfully, Garden of Life's doctor-formulated women's probiotics contain 40 billion probiotics to help you be a more regular human. Garden of Life. Visit gardenoflife.com poop to learn more. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and I TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. 
Well, I've been better. I'd be lying if I said anything different. And, uh, you, well, look, I, I know it says which side are we this side, Emirates FA Cup there. I know we're out of it, but technically, technically we're still the holders, at least until May. And, and at least I've got to say we didn't go out in the first at the first round that we could have gone out at. That record is still still held by Arsenal. Hello, Arsenal fans. Leicester Till I Die, you can catch us on YouTube at Leicester Till I Die TV, um, on your favourite podcast if you're going to be listening to this on Catch Up, um, Google, iTunes, Apple, uh, Spotify, Amazon, all of them. This is where you can find us. On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. It is the weekend roundup show. Well, I've got a couple of special guests in. Um, we've got Elton Wellsby, I can say, if you remember from the, uh, the 70s, 80s, big presenter on ITV. He's very happy. He's a big Everton fan, and they turned it round and they won at the weekend. But come on to help me console myself and to feel miserable. We've got a Man United fan, and well, at least they managed to take it to penalties. <laughs> it is the weekend roundup. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to Indeed, let's start with a few comments. Hi, Static. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, <laughs> oh, give it a rest. No, I won't. You're an Arsenal fan and... The fact that you did something worse than us, it's all I'm holding on to. I'm literally holding on to that by my fingertips. Um, Facebook, oh, my God, we've got an essay here. Uh, about only positive thing Brendan Rogers just said, squad is being refreshed with a big clear out, a big place we're probably going. It will come on to Leicester. Uh, uh, fortunately, we've got to come on to Leicester <laughs> later on. Uh, no one apart from me and the real Arsenal fans know how truly awful my team is. That's what places with it at the moment, mate. And I was offered £100 for my two tickets. I wish I had accepted. <laughs> Static says, I'm good. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect that result for Leicester. Yeah, not many of us did. Don't mind going down, but I expect just to go down fighting. Uh, let's invite the one happy person, first of all, and say good evening to Elton. Good evening, Elton. How are you doing? Hi, Chris. I'm very well, thank you. The, the happy well. one of the three. Oh, I'm deliriously happy. I think <laughs> when, you, when you think of where Everton was a couple of weeks ago, um, mm. the transformation, the mood amongst the fans has, has just changed dramatically with the uh, with the sacking of Rafa and... Um, mm. The appointment of Frank Lampard and a, and a very, very accomplished backroom staff as well. <coughs> and and they played you... some. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. I was going to say they, they played some football um, the other day, which was, you know, we, we haven't seen at Goodison for about two years. 
<laughs> it, it was no seriously it was it was it was really it was really good i mean alan passed to um alan's pass to richarlison for his goal was reminiscent mm. of kendall ball and harvey i mean <laughs> yes we're going over the top but we've been in the doldrums for so long we're you're we're allowed, allowed to we're allowed, allowed to you know yeah, to get carried away yeah <laughs> talking about getting carried away dan the burnley fan he's just got in he says he's going for a shower my god first one of the year <laughs> down here we can smell you from here talking of which um good evening to That's mike cool. I'm sorry, that's just the way it fell, Mike. That's just the way it fell. <laughs> Good evening, a Man United fan. I'm sorry, mate. You must be feeling the same way we are. Like I said earlier, at least we took it to penalties, but um essentially we didn't lose the game, but it was it was awful. Oh, I, I'm no. not gonna no. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> are gonna... you are you in the draw, Mike? <laughs> well, Chris, well, Chris, you Chris, lost Chris. Here, then. <laughs> yeah, good true, God, true, true. But um, but yeah, I can't complain about you know the ref, the decision that got given against us because we should have been three or four nil up at that point. It shouldn't have ever gone well, to extra time. Let's ha let's have a look because we're going to look go through the games um one by one. So, like I said, is the uh, it is the review show and is the FA Cup? There was one. Match will come to at the end, uh, by which time Dan may well have had his bath, which is Burnley against Watford, um, which I fell asleep watching. But this was the first the first match, um, and it was yours, Mike. 1-1. Uh, um, surely, I mean, it was it. You shouldn't have actually been relying on the fact that the penalty wasn't given. You should have been you know, away and, you know, packed up and on your way home by then. Yeah, um, like I said, obviously the um, goodness sake, um, <laughs> you know, the, the game should have been done before that instant. Like you said, first half we should have been three or four nil up. Ronaldo misses a penalty, unlike him. Uh, Fernandez in the second half misses that all extra time. It was all it's all, all just connected as a blur to me. I can't remember which half most of the most of the chances were happening in, but the fact that we we're looking back at that result. And we've only create we've only scored one goal from I think 27, 28 chances is is awful. And we've always said that to be fair over the last eighteen to twenty eighteen to twenty four months that we just can't break these teams down who come to Old Trafford or we go there and they sort of sit back. Middlesbrough didn't mm. sit back in the aspect of you know two banks of four um, four four two and, and just get ten men behind the ball every game. It was it was a, a different sort of sitting back from Middlesbrough. They were. They were coming out to us, but you know, as soon as they, you know, got 15, 20 yards up the pitch, they would drop instantly yeah. back and they would just yeah. make us need to press them even more. Uh, yeah. so they played to Middlesbrough though, because they wanted it more. Um, you know, they really held out in, in difficult spells. The first 20 minutes we were excellent. We were absolutely all over them. And that how they got out of that 20 minutes without conceding um was was very, you know, credit where credit's due and I'm, I'm sure. I'm just waiting for Mike to take a breath so I can actually get in and ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Go on. <laughs> Keith Daly says, thought this was an LCFC chat. It's an LCFC channel, but we're doing the weekend review, Keith. So we're looking at all the games, including the Leicester one. Um, 
Elton, I actually had this one down uh, as my possible shock of the round. You know, if there's going to be an upset, I'm sorry, Mike, but this was the one that, that I said could possibly go. Um, Ronaldo missing that penalty. <laughs> you, that was that was the first shock, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a shock. What funny. <laughs> You're laughing. Mark's going to kill you. Yeah. Right, the way Mike was talking before sounded very, very similar to things I've been saying for 18 months um, about Everton. There is something, Mike, sorry to tell you this, but there is something fundamentally wrong in the Man United dressing room. Something is fundamentally wrong. Um, it, it does. It, it got rid of Ollie. Got Ralph in. It, there's just no spark. I, I don't know. It, there's a ba- there's one or two bad apples in there, and they really need to. You really need to get rid of them. Yeah. There's mm. no. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, don't say, "Oh, well, what about you?" In other words, what about Everton? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. There's. Um, there aren't as many bad apples come uh, today after, after you know the the, the cup tie, um, but there's still leopards and spots and all that. See, mm. We I need mean, a clear out. We I haven't mean, got a technical director, but we need a clear out. <laughs> I was saying though, Elton, and I don't know whether you'll agree with me or Mike will agree with me. Um, those, those are, and no, this is no disrespect, but. And I think I said this on on a show earlier, Mike. You know, Manchester United had so much success under the, Fer, you know, the Fergie years, if you like, and they were brilliant. And he was the best manager I think that was out there at the time. But if you look at Man United pre Ferguson coming in, they were the equivalent of a Chelsea. They won the odd thing every now and again, uh, and and that was it. And they, and they splashed a lot of money out. And now they've almost gone back to that. And I think you know you forget that as good as they were during the Fergie years, they weren't that brilliant. Well, I say they weren't that brilliant. You know, I mean, they actually got relegated before hmm, before yeah. he came, and I oh, think well, that well that before. sometimes is forgotten. Yeah, I think we need to, as as fans, you you say this about Arsenal fans as well. Need to realise yes. where you are. Oh yes, not yeah, not, yeah. not where you have been. And I mm. think the club is massive. Probably the one of the biggest clubs in world football ever, Man United, but. That's in terms of what we, like you said, you know, we've won a couple of things post Fergie. I'm not going to say we haven't. We've won an FA Cup, won a Europa League, um, you know, won a couple of things, won a um, Carabao Cup, EFL Cup, whatever it's called. So we have won stuff. It's not like, you know, post Fergie, it's been awful. So there's been. But you were doing that before. Oops, you were doing that before Fergie as well. Yeah, I was about to say, and, and like you said, before Fergie, we were winning the odd thing. But in between, in in that Fergie era, it was basically if you beat Man United, your class as a as a as a fantastic yep. team because yep. it was impossible to do and it was a fortress. Now people come here and just think it's a it's just a normal game. I mean, Elton, I'm a bit worried that, and I, and I get totally what you know Mike is saying. You know, you only can can talk about what football you can remember, and that is you know because of your age, those years. Mm. Um, it it was. <laughs> and I'm, my worry is that I'm falling into that same trap as a Leicester fan. You know, I'm trying not to be too hard on Leicester because we've had two oh. good years, yeah. you know, and, and now we shouldn't expect to be up there just because we've had those last two good years. 
Lord West. <clears throat> if you'd have told a Leicester fan uh, before you won the title under Ranieri and before you won the cup under Brendan Rodgers that those two things would happen, were achievable, you'd have got laughed at. Mm. You really would. I mean, I remember this like when you won the title with, with, I don't know, maybe three games to go. Well, it started round about January. People said, well, who's going to win the league? I said, well, it won't be Leicester. They'll, they'll, they'll fall apart. You know, they, they can't last. They'll get injuries, blah, blah, blah. Haven't got the squad. You know, then it got like, well, 10 games to go. Well, Leicester will, you know, they won't make it to the wire. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So-and-so win. <laughs> And yeah. then eventually, you know, you won the title. It'll be well. Leicester, Leicester won't won't actually win it. You know, oh, mm. I said, fantastic. I mean, the support. I remember um, the, the ground, the you know, the celebratory game when yeah. Nesson Dormer was belting yeah, all over yeah. the place. I was only watching that the other, the other night to cheer myself up. <laughs> wow, I mean, but that was that was just magnificent that that was a, an occasion which i i would have loved at goodison park which we haven't seen at goodison park no. since 1987 man we didn't have nesson dormer then either so <laughs> you know that, it was just fantastic and i think yeah. everybody you know fell in love with leicester they did yeah you know yeah, I as, think we were, second... unless you were a spurs or arsenal fan we're everybody's well, favorite they, second team yeah, yeah, they, they turned out to be the second team. And I don't think anyone uh, begrudged them winning the FA Cup last season. It, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, get real, Leicester fans. If that's the way you feel, then mm. seriously, get real. Take a reality check. Exactly. Yeah, What's exactly. happened? The yeah. two trophies you've won, when you think of a club of Everton size, are, you know, yeah. uh, I can name a few more, but Everton size haven't won anything since 1995. Yeah. Oh, we like to say we like to say three trophies because, of course, although some people call it, call it the Community Shield, I do like to think of it as the English Super Cup. Um, oh no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> the Bob, Bob, Bob Baisley used to say. Bob Baisley used to say the most important thing or it was the Charity Shield. Then anyway, but yes, it the was, most yes, important yes. thing yeah. about the Charity Shield is qualified yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. And would no, would exactly. take the Charity Shield or three points the following week? No contest. Yeah. I must admit, our last point on this game, then we'll move on to Saturdays. It was good to see that Leicester players, or ex-Leicester players, can at least score in one game with Peltier and Bamba, who I didn't know were still playing, but managed to get penalties past um, <laughs> Manchester United. Keith, I mean, you say here, Fergie was lucky six years, won FA Cup, then kids took over. He wasn't lucky at all. You know, he had to develop those youngsters. How many youngsters fall by the field? It's not luck. It's not luck at all. I'm sorry, Keith. Everyone's entitled to opinion. I respect yours, but I'm sorry that wasn't luck. I don't. The... <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect that opinion at all. With respect, Keith, um, Alex Ferguson is was a genius. Absolute yes. genius. Yeah, fantastic. He, 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 if you try to play mind games with Fergie, and I have, um, <laughs> you lose. Seriously, you'd lose. No, no, no question about it. Annihilated it, in some cases, you know. And you, uh, you know, you look, you look at it. He kept changing his coach, didn't he? There was um, mm -hmm. Brian Kidd, Steve McLaren, blah blah blah, a few others. Yeah. Um, and it, but he still, you know, mm -hmm. he still won and won and won. Uh, yes. I, I was, I, I was, I was there in 
Rotterdam when they won the Cup Winners' Cup, when they beat Barcelona with Martin mm. Hughes a couple of times. And you got the feeling then that this was a huge momentum. Man United were going mm. places. And, of course, this was before the, you know, the, uh, the class of 92. Yeah. Um, really. Yeah. And if you look at... I mean, if that isn't genius, I mean, you tell me, you tell me differently. I mean, oh, you do wonder. Players that came through from that youth team who were nurtured by Eric Harrison. Any, any Harrison, any top, um, top guy who's in charge of a leading academy in the Premier League, first division as it was then, they will tell you if they get one or two players through one year. They would think that is a fantastic achievement. Yeah, United got five, six in one yeah. year, and then all played together. Remember, Alan Hansen's favourite comment, famous yes. comment. You, know, you don't, kids. you don't win championships yeah. with kids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can include Phil Neville in that group or not, but <laughs> but the rest of them were good. Um, but oh, uh, yeah, yes, and, and, and you've got Excuse to have me. the right. Phil, Phil, Phil Neville was captain of Everton Football Club for years under David. I know, Hall. I know. I shouldn't. Um, yeah. I, what I shouldn't. a what a what an absolute gentleman he is, by the way. Phil Neville. Yes. Oh, oh well. star guy. Let's have a look at Saturday, otherwise this will turn into the Man United show. Um, and whilst Mike will love that. Uh, oh, no, it won't. Viewers. <laughs> oh, no, it won't. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to look at every game in too much detail, but the first two there, we'll start. I mean, Chelsea, Plymouth, you kind of expect, well, you did expect Chelsea to go through, but Plymouth, I mean, Mike, I'll come to you on this one. They took them to the, to the limit, didn't they? Yeah, Plymouth missed a penalty as well, I believe. Mm. Um, and... I've said this for a while about the FA Cup that I thought over the last couple of years, maybe the magic is starting to go and, and normally you just see the you know the bigger teams just prevail pretty comfortably. But Plymouth gave a, a real good account of themselves. They they're doing well they I don't know if where they are in the league now. I think they might just be outside the playoffs. But you know, coming into the first couple of months in the season, they were excellent. They were they, they were, you know, top of League One playing some lovely football and, and really, you know, getting very good results in a tough league, League One. It's a very tough league, any EFL league is. Um, and they were making it look so easy. And they've gone to Stamford Bridge and they forced Chelsea to to really find... They took the anything. lead. They took yeah, the lead, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they forced Chelsea to, you know, throw everything at them, basically. Yeah. Well, like I say, they, they they went down fighting. And what I love about the round now, Elton, is that there's no... And I mentioned this before. We did almost the same show just before, didn't we, Mike? But what I love, Elton, is the fact that there's no replays. Hmm. So often, you see the lower yeah. club hold on, you know, be winning until the until the last five minutes or so. Then they get tied and they get, goes yeah. back. And then they get stuffed 4-0 at, at, you know, the big club's home ground. Yeah. Where now, it's got to be decided... And you get the you get the things like the Nottingham Forest, the Middlesbrough, you know, the the Boreham Wood results, and and it's great. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a dinosaur. I'm a great traditionalist. And when they they announced that with the FA Cup, I I felt exactly what you just said. You know, when when a lower league club goes and and gets a, a, a result at a at a big big ground, at a draw, for example, yeah, at a big yeah. big ground. And they don't get the replay. I thought that was sad, but I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to mm. it. And I think the ones that you know, the kind of results that that really, I I tell you what I thought at the end of the weekend yesterday. 
I thought, do you know what? The magic of the FA Cup's back here. Yes. Because yes. I think it's been sadly lacking in recent years. Um, in the round stage, you know, in the in the round stages as opposed to the, the final, the semi-final and yeah. the final. Um, I, I thought it had lost a bit. Like, who cares? Who what? You know, you look at yeah. the teams that some managers put out and they're so under strength. Bournemouth against Boreham Wood made yeah. nine changes from the previous league game. Yeah. Now that that's not taking the competition seriously. That's undermining, in, in my view, the opponents because they were, were the lowest rated club in the competition. But then, but then they get the comeuppance, don't they? But, and then they got they got their yeah. comeuppance. Yeah. yeah. And they, I think they Mike really would agree, did. though. I mean, like you know, we're not bothered about the FA Cup now, are we? <laughs> no, it's, it's a rubbish competition. Anyway. It is. Who wants to be in the FA Cup? We can concentrate on the league now, <laughs> and, and, and you can co uh, concentrate on your conference league. We'll concentrate on the Champions League. Well, well, that yeah, that you're going to go far in that. Like you're going to go I, far in that. Chris, Elton, can, I just, can I just disclose a little private thing there? Because yeah, I'm, I'm very aware that we're not talking too much about Leicester, and that's what you, um, when you contact me, say, "Would I come on?" I say, yeah, no problem at all. I I enjoy talking to you, and um, <laughs> I, I put at the bottom of it, "Rogers out?" Question mark. Yes, you did. <laughs> and you you said, um, "Oh, you replied." Yes, I agree with you. Um, oh, sorry, I said it was a joke. <laughs> yes, but you yeah. said the hat. There are murmurs. I think that was the word you used. There are murmurs of people. Yes. Saying, Listen, be careful for what you wish for, Leicester. Oh, we please, will, and we'll please. come on to we will come on to Leicester sort of in a bit. But we, we go, ended up with yeah. we ended up with Rafa. He is Rafa. now out of work, so you could end up with Rafa. Believe me, <laughs> you do not hey, want that. We've we've had Peter Taylor. Uh, we sympathise with you, but going back to what we're saying, Kidderminster Harriers. I mean, again, there it was at their place. Oh. They were so unlucky. I mean that. 95th minute goal. They conceded in the last minute of normal time and in the last minute of extra time. I mean, that is that is cruel. Just really unlucky, yeah. Oh, very much. I did feel really, really sorry for them. Um, but again, they were so close to the dream, and I think that was one of those games that had it ended a draw in the old days and gone to West Ham, West Ham yeah. would have probably put the full strength team out from the start and would have gone on to win four. four and it would four, have been, four, it five, probably nil. would have been live, live on television again. Yeah. And Kidderminster wouldn't have to worry about a penny, but for the next no. sort of five years. So, no. I mean, that that's what, you know, you've got to bear in mind when you deny these clubs replays. Yeah. Well, my um, local team, Newport, we, we've got, we've, you know, had a few, replays and, and teams and games against big teams like Tottenham, Man City a few seasons ago and, and that's why we're, you know, yeah, in a You put us out a few seasons ago, Mike. That's what you, you're building. Yeah, up yeah we put Leicester out. That yeah, was a great yeah. night. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with, with Elton there. You know, if Kidderminster would have got a, got a trip to West Ham, it would have financially kept them stable for another five, ten years, like you said. Yeah, well, if you think about it, they, they were they, they almost earned their their replay because they, it was level at the end of normal time, albeit um, you know yes. West Ham equalising very very late. But they had done enough to to earn that lucrative replay. Yeah, um, you know, and yeah. I, it's just a great well, shame. As a, as a small club, though, and we haven't got the replays now. But you know, would you prefer to go through 
at that game, or would you prefer it to be a draw and come back, you know, for the money? Because if you're through, you know, you get another big team, you know, in, in the fifth round, you're not far off the quarterfinals. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the answer to that is, well, certainly from the playing staff, you can't speak about the directors and the money no. about the smaller clubs. But, um, yeah, I would think, yeah, I would think get through and then, pray that you get Man yeah. United Liverpool away in, in the next round yeah I mean you know? the next game I mean Palace we'd expected them to win Hartlepool I mean the Everton Brentford game we won't talk about that one at all we'll move uh, on uh, quickly uh, <laughs> I've already mentioned it I've already mentioned it but Elton I mean what I mean I I think I had that down for a draw after 90 minutes. Where the hell did that performance come from? Frank Lampard. Really? He's made that much difference in that shorter length of time? Yeah, well, he, he is he, our new manager. And, yeah, the new manager factor, that, that often happens, doesn't it? Yes. But yeah. um, in his case, he's got charisma, which you could see exudes from him. Now, mm. the guy that he succeeded had no charisma whatsoever. He was a boring, fat Spanish waiter. Uh, <laughs> Say what you think, Elton. Don't hold no, back. <laughs> I, I always do, Chris. I get myself into a lot of trouble. Don't ask me about women's football, for God's sake. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we won't, we won't touch that. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, mo yeah. Have you got me still? You've just gone. Yep, there. still got you. Yes. All right. Okay, that's good. You got visually as well. Yeah, you've frozen, but we can still see a, a ah, lovely picture of you. I've got a thing on the bottom of the screen saying install now. I have done. Uh, oh, right, no, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fantastic. I'm getting to technical genius when I... You uh, are. <laughs> Come on and sort my problems out. <laughs> oh, that was tempting fate, wasn't it? <laughs> well, while, while we're waiting on, on Elton, um, Dorco says it in January 71, he was at Goodison and saw Alan Ball, Kendall, and Harvey destroy Chelsea, uh, with their Osgood and Chopper Harris, uh, 3 0. I was only 13. Keith Weller came on for Leicester. Uh, were you surprised at that result, Mike? In terms of the result, no, in terms of the scoreline, yes, I think. I expected Everton to win. Um, the new manager bounce was one aspect of it. Frank Lampard um, being good in the FA Cup. I, I remember him. Um, I think he was in charge when they played Man United, when Derby played Man United, or um, especially took um, Derby into the forefront or something like that, um, and was pretty good with Chelsea as well. So he's always managed to you know get through these tough games where Brentford would have been up for it. Um, yes, it's a Premier League fixture, but still Everton are the massive favourites. Um, and I did expect Everton to win, but to win 4-1 against um, a Premier League rival, really, because I think they're um, next to each other in the table or a couple of places. Very close, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and for Lampard to turn that around that quickly. In fact, Brentford, um, are, Brentford are 14th and Everton are 16th. So, yeah. A team that has statistically done better than you and, and he's turned them around 4-1 in mm. what has only been a week or so, I think he's been in charge, which is absolutely fantastic for him. I mean, like Elton said. I wouldn't have expected that at all. I mean, I'm just looking here. Um, oh, oh, hang on. If my thing decides to work. Here we go. I had it down as 
as yeah, I had it down as a draw at full time. I was totally wrong with that. Um, I have what else we talked to Chelsea Plymouth. I had as a draw at full time, so I, I, I did well on that one. Um, and I had West Ham obviously, um, to beat Kidderminster Harriers, but at, at full time. So, I mean, that that I so hopefully we'll get Elton back and we can talk to him about this, this, the 70s. Um, uh, Huddersfield beating Barnsley, but then Man City, Fulham. I know Fulham are top of the Premier League, but that was expected, wasn't it? You can just see the gulf and difference between the top of the Premier League and the top of the Championship, mm. can you? And yeah, I mean, uh, look at the squad that they that City put out. It wasn't, you know, rubbish. Obviously, it's not going to be, but it was nowhere near their full strength team. And they still beat the best team in the second tier of England four one, which just shows the the depth they have. And and yeah, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it was it was. I think that was the only one this weekend that you could have seen as a guaranteed win was Man yes. City winning. I mean, you know, I mean, Fulham, like you say, the, the top of the the, um, the championship. Mm. Not that long ago, they were a um, um, Premier Friend. League team, and you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's scary to think there is that much of the gap. I mean, they do say, and I, I, I've got to agree, the Premier League itself is divided into sort of the top six, and then probably the next ten, and then the bottom, you know, few. Um, but yeah, Fulham, you got to look at that, and you got to think, wow, you know what I mean? And if that's you're not Fulham fan, you're thinking, like, do we want to go up again? <laughs> you know? and, and you and you got to look at it as well. That's not Man City's full team. No, um, exactly. You know, and and if that was, you know, you'd you'd probably be safe to say without you know having your head chopped off that you'd probably chuck a couple more goals on Man City's uh, four if that was, you know, because I know. Um, you know, Nathan Ake and, and John Stones were the centre back yeah. partnership. You, you don't you don't see that in the in in the Premier League. It's normally Laporte and and Diaz, so they probably don't even concede the goal. But yeah, mm. it just shows how solid Man City are from yes, bottom. Talking of where, and um, I was uh, having something to eat earlier, and and the um, I don't know if you ever watch it, but on ITV Four. They have the big match revisited. Yes. Yeah. And on today, it was Fulham. I can't remember who they were playing, but Fulham were playing. And I'm not sure again what division. I sort of came, so just as they were, they were kicking off, so I missed all the build up. But three players in that Fulham team of the time, and I think they was in the top division, but it was Bobby Moore, the wow. England captain who lifted yeah. the World Cup, Rodney Marsh. Uh, you probably don't know half of these names. Rodney Marsh, who was... Have you heard of Bobby um, Moore? Have <laughs> you heard of Bobby Moore, yeah. Rodney Marsh was a very flamboyant, um, Gaza sort of uh, figure, if you like. And then this one you will have heard of, also in that team, was George Best. Wow. Yeah, yeah I remember he played for Fulham. I yeah. didn't realise it was the same time as, as Bobby Moore. Wow. I know. And you're thinking like, wow. You know, we look at it now and you've got... Um, you know, Burnley get the odd player like you know that, that's coming on the way down. They had Gascoigne, they had Ian Wright, etc. But those three, all in Aaron the Lennon, team, they've got now. Well, exactly. Is he ever in his prime though? But you know what I mean. But yeah. those three players, I'm thinking like, yeah, big up, big up, um, uh, Fulham. And I tell you what, in them days, and I'm sure Dorco will agree with me, that was when men played the game. Yeah, when you get for a tackling, Vinny Jones, Vinny Jones, and get away with it. But uh, the next lot of uh, Saturday fixtures, then um, 
Oh, we've, got, we've done the Manchester City one. It's been put on twice. Peterborough, Queen's Park. I mean, you know more probably about the lower divisions. Um, I had that down as a draw. <laughs> I didn't know much about that. Um, was that was that an expected win or because they're in the in different divisions? Are they? Obviously, yeah. No, they they're both in the Championship. That oh, is a massive yes. shot. Yeah. Uh, Peterborough yeah. are, are towards the bottom and and fighting for their lives, and Queens Park Rangers are fighting for promotion. So. That was when I saw that result. I was massively um, shocked. I, I in my head, I, I went you know three or four one uh, mm. to Queens Park Rangers. I just thought they would just annihilate Peterborough. But Stephen Bender, who's the uh, Peterborough goalkeeper side from Swansea, uh, was man of the match and was excellent. And I watched a couple of the highlights, and you know they deserved it. And sometimes you can. I think they've got. I think they've got Man City in the next round. Or someone like that. I think they've got mm. someone big in the next round, um, and that's just what it's about, you know. If you're struggling in the league, sometimes a break from that into cup action can propel you on to. They might even go on to stay up now in the championship because they might think, you know, we can beat Queens Park Rangers, who are you know top of this league in a yes. cup competition. I, I do, I do. And the only thing I know about Peterborough is it was only just down the A47 from Leicester. And the guy that's the Adrian Durham on Talk Sport is a Peterborough fan. And that's probably why I'm, I'm not so keen on Peterborough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they are hosting Man City in the next round. So yeah. they've, they've got a they have got a good draw there. Um I'm pleased with this next result, as you know from the show earlier. Southampton yeah. beating Coventry City. Yeah. To Coventry City, um, but again, it, it it wasn't easy for them. And I had I did have this down as a um, a Southampton win, um, but it, you know it, they had, it took them to extra time. I actually had this as the, as the shock. I said um, this would be the shock of the round. I thought Coventry would. Obviously, I was expecting both of our teams to to win in in both of our games. Unfortunately, we didn't. But um, yeah, I, I definitely thought Coventry would have they well not give too much of a fight because they did. They took them to extra time, like you said. But what yeah. Matt Robbins has done at Coventry this year is absolutely fantastic, and he's changed the whole sort of look of that team. But like you said, most of these teams that are just getting by, you like to say, Hampton, Chelsea, um, West Ham, they, it's yeah. just like getting over the line in the cup, isn't it? And and that's exactly what Southampton done. Just, Finding at, the a end, way. at the end of the day, you know, they'll never remember that, you know, Man, all Man United fans will remember is that you lost Middlesbrough. You know, when our fans remember we lost to Forest. It's not always the number yeah. of goals or the score or whatever that, yeah. that is remembered. Um, but Stoke, Stoke Wigan, um, it was two to Stoke. Um, again, the uh, championship there. Uh, Wigan, I think, are below that, aren't they? Expected. Yeah, Wigan are. We're going to um, towards the top of League One. So, again, mm. another one where the top the top end of Championship against the top end of League One. Stoke are good. Stoke are a good side. And I know a lot of Premier League fans will not want them back in the Premier League for that cold Tuesday night in Stoke. Yes. But yeah. I, I really would see would love to see them back in there. They, they If you get rid of Burnley, you've got to bring Stoke in. Um, and yes. I think Stoke... Than what Stoke are known for, just grinding it out. Wigan, it's interesting with Wigan because obviously they won the FA Cup that year. They got relegated, and it just sensed like you know they could go on a really deep run in the FA Cup. And obviously 
got ended by Stoke. But I think mm-hmm. their main aim now will be promotion, Wigan. Um, but Stoke just getting over the line. I, not a shock. I did expect them to to win that one. We will have a look at the next round in a minute. But, um, yeah, Stoke uh, uh, travelling to Crystal Palace um, for tough. the next round. Um, so we've then got Wolves Norwich. Um, Norwich, ah, they, they could, you know, I mean, they probably actually didn't probably didn't want to get through and in a strange way because they've got more bigger fish to fry in trying to stay up in the um in the Premier League. But again, you know, they went to Wolverhampton Wanderers, and Dean Smith is slowly starting to get a tune out of that team. I don't think they have to worry about uh, getting any further in the FA Cup because they've got to go to Liverpool. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> um, no, you, you've got a point there. <laughs> but like you said, Dean Smith is is doing bits here, and and you'd you'd obviously look at it as though that they are going to get beat to live beat by Liverpool. So mm. providing they do, I think, like you said, they probably don't want to win that. Didn't want to win this game against Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton and they definitely don't want to beat Liverpool because they'll be in a quarter final then, and I don't think they want that yeah. uh, trying to stay up. And he's just doing stuff that you know the previous Norwich managers have not done, just getting results. And I think I do like what he's doing. He's changed the sort of feel around Norwich. They seem a bit more mm. optimistic rather than oh, it's another match day, it's another loss. I, I think he could potentially try and keep them up or come close to doing that. I mean. Th- you know he's he's won three on the trot now. Two of them in the league, which was Everton and uh, Watford, and whether Everton turn it round now under Lampard. But you know they are key competitors there for being in the bottom, you know, relegation, you know, um, rivals. So that was two excellent wins for him. Um, but then, like I say, to, to to go to Wolves and get something as well. And I, I don't know whether Wolves, you know, they they hadn't lost in five. So whether they've got a full-strength team out or not, I don't know. Uh, I know Elton Blessing he keeps trying to get in, and I think he's having problems with his uh, with his phone. Uh, I can see him popping up, but it's just never connected. So, so well done, Norwich. And I actually called that out for Norwich. Um, if anybody wants to know the lottery numbers, I'm your man. Okay, <laughs> the next <laughs> uh, Cambridge Luton. Again, you know, you probably know more about this, but as I said earlier, I do prefer, I do like Luton as a, as a, as a team. Um, we've had a few good games against them. Uh, we got James Justin from them. They look after, we do loan quite a few players to Luton and they really do look after them and bring them on. And, you know, uh, Dewsbury Hall was an amazing loan down there and he did really well. Um was this not a surprise or was this a surprise? I think Cambridge are still on the hangover of going to Newcastle and winning. Um, that what they done at Newcastle in the third round was was excellent. You know, I love to see it as as yeah. a League Two fan. I love to see League One and League Two teams um, going away to these Premier League teams or Championship teams and beating them. Yes, you know, I, I hate to see it not being us, but to fly the you know the EFL flag high is is always good. And you know, it. it it just seems like they've just been dragged down to earth by Luton. Like you said, they're a good side mm-hmm. and they, they know how to uh, look after their loan signings from, you know, Premier League clubs. I think they've got a couple there at the moment. They've got Cameron Jerome as well, who was a Premier League experienced striker. They've got a few really decent players in that team 
it was just too comfortable for Luton. I don't think that um, that Cambridge really had too much of a sniff due to you know probably yeah. in all of that from the from the Newcastle game. Um, evening, Niall. Welcome along. How are you doing? And this was probably a result that if you didn't live in the white part of North London, um, <laughs> you, you wanted Brighton to win, but Tottenham did enough. Uh, they, you know, they, 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 they smothered Brighton. Um, I was disappointed because I say, you know, I think Brighton, Leicester are struggling, so I do like to see, as I've always said, the smaller teams doing well. Um, but Tottenham did what they had to know what they needed to do, didn't they? Yeah, Tottenham normally um, are quite consistent in the in the FA Cup. I must say, normally they get to normal, like I say, normally uh, get to round five, round six of the FA Cup. You always see them in the the quarterfinal draw, um, and they're always around there. And they always seem to get teams like Brighton and Wolves and Watford and teams like that. Teams that are you know mid mid to bottom end Premier League sides. They seem to always get them, which is um, annoying, but yeah, a professional win from Tottenham. I think Harry Kane scored in that. I'm not too sure, but um, you know, Brighton he probably did. He probably yeah, did. Stat pad, stat pad. Um, but no, yeah, to, just to get into the next round against a, a good Brighton side, they are a good side. Brighton with a, a very tactical manager, um, yeah. had to get that in there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a, a, a nice and, and win. I've got to say. People that people that sort of watch the channel regularly, listen to my comments, see my comments. I have nothing against Graham Potter, and I hope that he goes on because we haven't got enough English managers or British managers, whatever way you want to look at it. We do need more. Um, it's just this big build-up that he is this absolutely wonderful, wonderful player. Look, look, you know, it's like Brendan Rodgers. Now, last season, he was being linked with Man United. He was being linked with Barcelona, Real Madrid. Was he that good? No, but he's probably better than he, than he is now. But he's not being linked with any of those teams now. And everybody's going mad with about Graham Potter because he's had one good season when he kept them up and he's, he looks like he's having another good season. Go on and win something, Graham. And then I will say you you're a good manager now, but if you can win something, then you you would be a, a better manager. So that's True. that's that's my that's my feelings on Graham Potter. That I'd love to to see him sort of do you know win something and then prove everybody really wrong. Apparently, I think there was a few games on on Sunday, but we haven't really got time to look at Sunday. So <laughs> yeah, so, so nothing happened on Sunday. Actually, no, no, one result did happen at Anfield that I'm absolutely buzzing about. Uh, which happened on Sunday. I know. Oh. We have got to look at this, unfortunately. And we'll start with Liverpool again. I mean, obviously, being being a Newport fan, you were glad to see Cardiff sort of get stuffed. I mean, did you watch it? Was it was it all one-way traffic? Because, I mean, obviously, the result was expected. Cardiff, I, I did watch it because I just wanted to see how many it was. It, I was hoping it was going to be a lot more than, than a two-goal margin. But... I'm not going to say it, but Liverpool, the Liverpool's opposition played quite decent in that game, and and they give them because I I don't want to even mention their name, but they did play um, well for parts. I think maybe yeah. they they got um, a wrong decision with um, Kelleher potentially could have uh, could have been sent off for Liverpool for that challenge on Mark Harris, but um, as um, Liverpool's opposition's manager said. 
Um, he said that, you know, we we played well. We we made a good account of ourselves um, mm. to only lose by two against, um, you know, a very good Liverpool side. Obviously, the debut of uh, Luis Diaz for Liverpool. Um, but yeah, I would have expected it to be a lot more comfortable than what it was. Yeah. Um, but the side Liverpool put out, you know, if it was their full strength team, it would definitely wouldn't have been that. But yeah, good to see Liverpool get through. Never yeah. thought I'd say that. <laughs> um, I never thought I would say be saying this scoreline either, but Nottingham Forest four, Leicester City one. Elton, by the way, can't get back on. I think he said he was downloading something on his phone, and I think that's stopping him sort of connecting with us. So he'll, he'll be back another Monday for another show. So we, we do thank Elton for at least popping on. It's great to have him on, um, yeah. especially those of us who are of a certain age that say that remember. Um, remember Elton from the TV, the, as I said, say, the Jeff Stelling of his day. But going back to the, this match, which he touched on earlier, um, I, I can't, I can't believe the score, and I'm going to take nothing away. As I've said on many occasions, nothing away from Nottingham Forest. They thoroughly deserved it. Mm. They were the better team on the day. Uh, we were bad. But, and we, this happens to Leicester all the time, you know, when we beat Man United, it's because Man United were bad, not that we were good. So mm. we were bad, we didn't help ourselves. But having said that, you know, Nottingham Forest have still got to put the ball in the net, still got to score the four goals, which they did very, very easily. Um, you know, I mean, Facebook user earlier on, and I've saved it obviously till we've come to the game, sort of, why didn't Casper play? Because basically, we have to give Danny Ward some games. And I think it's always known that Danny Ward would play in the FA and um, the Caribou Cups. But he's a damn good goalkeeper. He was a £12 million goalkeeper. He's Welsh national goalkeeper. Mm. You know, he's, he's we, we know, you know, he's got us to finals before. He's a, he's a good penalty stopper. But a goalkeeper is can only be as good as the four players in front of him or the three, or the four, whichever way, you know, you're setting your defence out. And I think, you know, you look at Leicester's defence, and I think I said earlier, and if you go onto the uh, BBC iPlayer and search the football show, the football news show, um, I'm, I'm my 15 my minutes of fame, I'm I'm on there talking to, to the BBC guys, and I was saying to them, you know, we've, we've had seven defenders out at some point during the season, you know, we've got Castagna, who's an international. Pierre, who's an international. And Pierre has only just come back. Castagna's still out. We've had Fafana out all season. We haven't played the same defence for more than two games running. And I think that shows because there's no understanding there. Um, your thoughts on this game? Well, I actually didn't see the first half of it. I couldn't see the first half. I didn't have any idea of the score. Got you know, walked in and, and it was 3-1 to, to Nottingham Forest. So uh, I was very shocked, obviously, like um, like every Leicester fan, probably even every Nottingham Forest fan, every football fan by this yeah. result. So I had to watch the, you know, watch the goals back. And and like you said, the three, um, well, all four of them, but uh, the three in particular, those first three goals that Forest scored, it you, you should have just basically said, you know, where's our midfield? Because they just basically yeah. run right through. Uh, Kalechi's goal was good, to be fair to him. Uh, I, think he, I think he was assisted by a rush of blood to the head of the uh, the Nottingham Forest goalkeeper, though. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. Um, and just to 
it, it just it does seem weird they you know that scoreline but like you said it's not down to let oh look Leicester were poor Leicester were this Leicester were that you, yeah. you've got to look at Nottingham Forest they controlled the midfield they run through the midfield at, at times James Gann I'm not doing it because he is a Man United player but he he, he was yeah, very he good yeah. he was very good in that midfield um I thought Brennan Johnson who's also a you know Welsh international was very good as well um and it just seemed like I hope you don't take offence to this, but it just seemed like Leicester were 11 individuals thinking we're better than you and Forrest were a team. And I think that's what won the game. I, I made the point before the game that we had one local player in that team, Luke Thomas. Nobody else was a Leicester lad or a Leicester born and bred player. So how much would they think the play beating Nottingham Forest would mean to them? You know, they don't they don't get the derbies like the fans and, and the you know homegrown players do. Uh, I mean it was a good time to play as that that kind of summed our season up. You know, I mean, typical Leicester, we might go and beat Liverpool now away on Thursday. That's yeah. our sort of season. And it is a season. I mean, we did predictions for this. Myself, um, Chloe, and Dan, and we all <laughs> out of sixteen ties, we all got seven. Um, you, you just can't predict this season. It is a weird, weird season, and Leicester are having the weirdest season that we've ever had. And like I said at the start, maybe because we'd had two very good seasons. Um, I don't know, but I'm worried about. You know, Brendan's come out and says. You know exactly what you said. There's some players there that might think they're better than they actually are. And to me, I'm thinking, hang on, is this the first sign of cracks that we're seeing here? Because for a manager to come out and say that about his players, and Brendan normally keeps all his criticisms behind closed doors. You know, when he punished Chowdhury and Barnes and, 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 and Madison for the, uh, the, the COVID gate scandal... It was all done behind closed doors, you know. But for him to come out and say that, it's like he's trying to shift the blame here. Because I tell you what, these, these players, this is your team, Brendan. You've been this is your third season. You've been here three yeah. years. You brought the players in that you want in. Otherwise, it's basically the same team as last season. Um, and last season they, were, they weren't like this. I don't want him to go, but. The book stops with the manager, doesn't it? Yeah, I said to you earlier, I can't remember if it was on this show or, or an, early, an earlier show, but I said the reason why the manager gets the sack and gets the uh, the big money um, is because they have to make the big decisions. A player can't yeah. bring a player yeah. in, a player can't let a player go. It mm. all falls down to, uh, well, obviously the, the owner's at the very top, but in terms of on the pitch, it falls down to the managers and the assistant. Um, yeah. Mostly the, the the manager, but it like you said, the cracks may be starting to show, or maybe starting to think. You know, I've got to. You know, the blame is being put on me heavily here. If I say this and and sort of wipe a bit of it under the carpet, and but well, I, I don't think that's the right thing to do. Like you said, this squad have got you fifth two two seasons previous mm. um, and won an FA Cup, so it's not like these are a bunch of absolute nobodies, is it? They're no, internationals. Not at all. Not at all. And I think I think you've also got to consider as well, and I said this, that well, the question that I would ask is, have Leicester been punching above the weight? 
for any team outside the so-called and for, for, we'll call them the ESL six for want of a better word. But, oh yeah, that's a better word. Yeah. But outside of that ESL six, for you to actually break into that, you need one of those teams not to do very well. You know, and yeah. when we won the league, we won we won the league and we deservedly won the league because we won the most games over the 38. But Man City announced the manager was leaving with 10 games to go. <laughs> that kind of ended any chance they had. Uh, Man United was under Louis van Gaal and wasn't your best years. Liverpool was still trying to sort of settle in with Clark. So there's a lot of other things going on. And for the last couple of seasons, you know... Tottenham haven't been there, Arsenal haven't been there, but they're coming back this season. So there is more competition for that place that was almost, well, Leicester are going to be fourth or fifth. You know? <laughs> but there's more competition for that fourth or fifth now, you know. Yeah, um, what, what you've got now is you've got less uh, you've got Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool there. Then you've got hmm. like Leicester, West Ham, Man United, Arsenal, Tottenham just below it. And then below that, you've got Wolves. Villa, Everton, um, Brighton, and all these teams. So they're squashing Leicester in the middle. Yes. I mean, um, Facebook user from earlier, why did Leicester take Barnes off? Because he wasn't having a good game. Uh, but you could have taken ten of, any 10 of the outfield players off, to be totally honest with you, because none of them were having a good game. Brad, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, so to be fair, I think Brendan has been very calm and gave chances to certain players when he's let the... when. They've let the... Sorry, let's start this again with my teeth in. To be fair, I think Brendan has been very calm and given chances to certain players when they've let the club down. And yesterday sounds like it was the last straw. Quite possibly. Uh, I, I just don't like him coming out. And all joking aside about Wenger, you know, he never saw anything, did he? You know, he, if it was a foul on an Arsenal player, he saw it. If it was the other way around, he never yeah. saw anything. But... Whatever he did, he did his business behind the scenes. Uh, but maybe Brennan's had enough, like Brad says there, and the times are now for him to maybe give a bit of a public, you know, uh, bollocking, if you like. Um, mm. You know, there's talk of a big clear out in the summer. I don't, I mean, this is the team that got us to fifth two years. You know, who are we going to get rid of? I don't think we should get rid of Brendan. And there's a lot of, Undercurrent, you know, I mean, we see it posted in the book. I've got mates that, that message me, Jason and uh, what have you, that want, want Brendan gone. But you've got to sometimes, like I say, you know, you had a season when you won nothing under Fergie. But the season before and the season after you did, but you didn't get rid of him. You can't just have that knee-jerk reaction, can you? You're still in Europe as well. I mean... The, yeah. the 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 strength in that competition is is massively downgraded. Um, so I think you and Roma, I think, uh, are the massive favourites to go and win that. So um, I know you you've said before on this channel that you don't like the fact of dropping out of one competition to go yeah. in another. But the mat the matter of the fact is you're in a European competition that you are not many games away from winning. So that yeah. would be some achievement for not just Brendan as. Personally, I take it. It's, it's, yeah. it's a trophy, and it's the yeah. first. You know, it's the inaugural one, and that we would be in the record books. But you know, I mean, you know, Watford. You sat your manager after twelve. You and you're in twelfth position. How did that work out? You know, if this time next year 
we're still in this position, then let let's start asking questions, you know. But yeah. we're not, you know, when Ranieri went after winning us the league, we were either um eighteenth or seventeenth. We're certainly there or thereabouts when we had there was fear of us going down. We're not going to go down. There's worse teams than us out there. Yeah, absolutely. so I think it is. It is a. It is stupid to be talking about getting rid of Brendan. And who would re- who would replace him? You know, you can name you know name all these names, but we're Leicester. <laughs> we haven't got the pulling power of a. In fairness, and you know, hurts to say, but Man United. You know, I've said to you before. You know, people should be walking over glass to take that job. Um, mm. This is Leicester, but hey, you know, at the end of the day. We can concentrate on Europe now, but the big, the big talking point, and absolutely, this sums up for me the FA Cup. Bournemouth nil, Boreham Wood. Who I think in the sixth tier is it that of, fifth, of football fifth? fifth. Mm. So it's the it's the it's you know it. Are you sure it's the fifth? No, Kidderminster were in the fifth. I think Boreham were in the sixth because Boreham no. were lower than Kidderminster. Kidderminster were in the uh, National League North, and Boreham were in the National League. Well, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a great, great job by them. They're still in mm. it. Um, this is this is what the FA Cup's all about, isn't it? Well, I said when um, when Elton was on and, and towards the top top end of the show that mm. um, that I thought the FA Cup magic was dying, um, and you see some teams. I'm not, I'm not saying. Um, less to do because they don't, but Tottenham, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Man United, some of the teams that they put out in the in the FA Cup rounds are a nail on embarrassing when, when you look at the teams that they're mm. playing against. I remember, um, I can't remember the year, I think it was 2014, 2015, Man United played Yeovil um, away from home, played a very weak side, um, you know, not very weak, but a lot of players that would never get in the first team. Um, yeah. I think we ended up winning that one or two nil and it was very scrappy. But just seeing Boreham Wood and, and seeing that, you know, away end with when they scored that goal and at full time, it you just worry that, you know, these little teams go to because they are little, go to championship premise premiership sides thinking it's impossible and, and sort of feel defeated before they turn up. But what a story. I mean, last last season, Bournemouth were a Premier League club. They've been a Premier League club for four or five seasons. Came up the season mm-hmm. after us. Uh, they're third in the Championship. There's no way they should have been losing that. No, you you play that you play that tie nine more times. Bournemouth will win the nine. Yeah, and it's it's, it's just it's just basically that one in ten, and it's happened. And it's even sweeter to do it away from home, like. Uh, Borenwood yeah. will not care if they've not date Bournemouth. If it's a Bournemouth, Borenwood, Wembley, wherever it is, they won't care. Yeah. But to go to the Premier, uh, to the I need to call them a Premiership side because that's what they're known for in the no, last. They're, 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 yeah. they're apart from last season, and they may well be next season as well. Yeah, so uh, a very high sort of well-regarded team, Bournemouth, and and mm. they, they seem to be that team that just could be prone to an upset because. They were upsetting teams, you know, on their way up to the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, they made. I mean, they they, they made some good signings over the window. Um, Cantwell came on at half time. Um, Solanke came on with sort of ten minutes, 
13 minutes to go. I think Ryan uh, Christie came on as well, who's a very good player. Yeah, he came on at mm. half time with Cantwell. You know, there's and, and they scored after 38 minutes. So you've got, you know, almost three quarters of the game left Bournemouth to get back into it. And and just looking at the stats here, and I know stats don't tell you much. I mean, but you know, they had 82% possession. But the thing was, they had 18 shots, Bournemouth. Do you know how many of those were on target? Two. I I, oh, yeah. As, as soon as you said that, I just I just had, had to have a look. Two shots on target. Two shots on target. Is... I mean, that, that, that's almost... I could be looking at Leicester stats there. And, and, <laughs> is... and, and to flip that, Boreham would have two shots, one on... Uh, sorry, three shots, one on target, and they score it. It's, exactly. It's exactly, yes. Yeah, you know, it, it's um, you know, I mean, I think I think we can say, Mike, that thanks Borenwood, because you know, Man United losing, Leicester losing wasn't the biggest news. Yeah, yeah. of the round, it, so because it's not going to get highlighted. Man United and cup holders, Leicester, exit. Yeah. It's going to be Borenwood shot Championship Bournemouth. So yeah. cheers for that. <laughs> uh, Brad says Mendy, Hamza, Yuri, Perez, Vestergaard. Release Sancho all gone come summer. As long as we replace them, you know, and we've got to replace them with better. I mean, there's only one in there, Yuri, that you'd be disappointed. Well, not say disappointed. I wouldn't want Hamza to go. I mean, you know, you'd literally taken four sure. players there out of our midfield. Um, Vestergaard, let's be honest with you. Yeah, you know, he could get a job as a lamppost, you know, do whatever he wants. And Soyuncu needs to rediscover his form. Mendy is an AFCON winner. You know, what can we say? You know, yeah. he's, uh, he's giving his credit. Well, there was one game in the football um, uh, Premier League that wasn't an FA Cup tie. But we're going to have a look at a very, very quick look at next uh, the next round and also that game straight after this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Yeah, please give us a like and... Um, uh, and a sub, uh, it really does help support the channel. If you can sub us, that would be great. Um, so, Mike, I mean, look, next round. Uh, Palace, Stoke, um, Peterborough, Man City, Middlesbrough, Tottenham, Forest, Huddersfield, Luton Town, Chelsea, Liverpool, Norwich, Everton, Boreham Wood, Southampton, West Ham. I mean, most of the big teams there have avoided another big team. Um, so it looks like when it gets to the later stages, it's going to be the same old, same old again. I mean, the two matches that kind of tempt me to say I, I might watch them on the telly is obviously Everton, Boreham Wood. Yeah. Uh, simply because it's Boreham Wood. I mean, if Everton carry on like there are, you, you'd think they'd get through. And Southampton, West Ham. Um, I'd like to see Peterborough, Man City. I'd like to see how Peterborough go about that. I know, obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about a Man City side that have just thrashed up, um, big up Nipman, just thrashed, you know, top of the table, championship side, 4-1. So I'm not going to say Peterborough have a chance of beating them, but yeah. Man City do have this habit of dropping or struggling against lower league oppositions. They lost to, lost, lost to Burnley in the past, mm. lost to Middlesbrough, lost to Wigan a couple of seasons ago. 
um, at this stage in the competition. So maybe look to that. But apart from that, like you said, it's just so routine. I mean, Luton, yeah. Luton have to play Chelsea after a, a nice result. Norwich have gone away to Wolves, and then yeah, here you go Norwich. That's you know have have Anfield. It, yeah. it just seems like Middlesbrough as well. I can't see any game there, and I'd love to say Boreham Wood can take Everton all the way, but I can't see any game there that's not going to go against the sort of, you know, Palace should beat Stoke, Man City should beat Peterborough, Tottenham should beat Middlesbrough. Yeah, Forest, Huddersfield possibly, but in fairness, it is um, championship, so I'm not particularly bothered. It's Luton's... an all-playoff all yeah. game as well, so yeah. that could be the playoff final. <laughs> well, Luton have got Chelsea, so you think Chelsea will win that, and you're going to think Liverpool are going to beat Norwich. So Everton, Boreham Wood, I'd want to watch simply because, like I say, I want to see if Boreham Wood can carry the dream on, and we'd all love them to. But for me, it's just the Southampton West Ham is the one that I couldn't call, and that's I think why I would I would love to see that. Good evening, Chelsea perspective. How the devil are you? Uh, along with Nippon, welcome both. Um, Dan is probably still in the in the shower, knowing him. There's a lot of him to wash, <laughs> and I'm not meaning down there. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! I am. I am. I remember. I have seen in Poplar. There is a lot of him to watch. I tell you, I'm. I may. I may be wearing a training bra, but he's. He's. He's got the full adult version. I tell you. But we look at this. This game here. I mean, nil nil. It was unexciting, uneventful. Um, I, I stopped watching it on the telly and came in here to do some work on the PC. So I had it on the radio. And that always makes it sound more exciting. Um, and to be honest with you, it's done neither of them any good. No, you, you don't want a point, especially when you've got your competitors, Norwich. Um, trying to think who else you've got. Norwich, um, Everton, Brentford, all playing in the FA Cup, who, yes, may not be down there, Everton and Brentford, because like you said, I think they're... 14 and 14th and 16th, but um, Norwich are definitely down there, and you don't want to be in a position where they're not playing. Newcastle as well um, weren't playing on this match day, they're not playing, so you've got to, you know, sort of take that initiative and go and win win the game. Like you said, it's not a good result for Burnley, it's definitely not a good result for Watford. It's, it's, it's no. a boring game for both of them, they both would have needed the points, but I think it's a bigger win, a, a bigger win. It's a um, it's a bigger result for Watford. That it's a yes. huge result for Watford. Yes, I think you, again, you know, you look at you look at the fact that it's Roy Hodgson, but you know, he 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 kept Palace up for a few years when there were favourites to go down. He he can you know he can sort of defence out, and you know if Watford finish eight seventeenth, uh, they will be happy. Um, but Burnley. I you know I just can't see. I mean, they've won one game all season, you know. It's yeah, only the draws, it's only the draws that have sort of taken them above the derby uh, lowest ever points total. And Burnley have got Man United next. Um, you know, I just you know, well, you're going to be talking about the game uh, later, aren't you? With 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 Dan. So I think they've got Liverpool after Burnley. Uh, yeah, Burnley have got Liverpool yes. after Man United. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say, Chris Walsh, thank you very much, mate. Um, and he's just subbed. Thank you so much, mate. It's, it's really appreciated. 
thumbs up to you. So I didn't realize Mike was here. Well, you know, desperate times, mate, desperate times. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, at least I don't need an interpreter. I did a quiz the other day and I had Niall on, bless him, and was playing Reese. Bloody hell, I could have done with subtitles. Oh, the new, new, yeah. Oh, what the hell is it? Well, how can I say if that's right or wrong in the quiz? I can't even bloody understand what you're saying. At least so, I can understand Mike, you know. When they say the answer, uh, when you say the answer, say, yeah, that's what that's what I that's what I said, mate. <laughs> yes, honestly, it was like watching the flower pot men blah 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 blah. I'll tell you. Um yeah, um he didn't watch it, so you're lucky. Um Chelsea perspective, probably again that both teams didn't want to risk too much, so I'm not surprised it ended in a draw. Neither team wanted to lose it. Yeah. I grant you, but one team needed to win it, and neither of them did, you know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who goes down. I've got to be honest with you, Chris, I am more interested in that bottom bit of the table than I am the top, because I think the top's as good as over. Um, does it bother me, and no disrespect, Mike, but does it bother me whether Man United get in the Champions League place or West Ham? Nah, not, you know, yeah, kind of, you know, interested, but I am... It could be. I mean, we, you know, you're looking up to Everton. Leeds on 22 aren't out of it. Brentford haven't. They've lost four in a trot on 23. You know, they they could all be dragged into it. You think Liverpool would be safe? Uh, Everton would be safe now, but <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's going to go probably down to the wire, isn't it? Well, Burnley are, are three points behind with three games in hand, so. You've got to look at, you've got to be winning at least one of those games in hand. If if Burnley fail to pick up any points or, you know, pick up a couple of draws, you've got to be, you know, unfortunately, and, and unfortunately for Dan, if you're watching, you, you've got to feel like they're going to go down, unfortunately. You have, because you can't see them. We all say we'd sooner have points on the board than games in hand, but yeah. you can't see them getting the, winning those games, can you? I think one of their games in hand is against Tottenham. Which I don't think they're going to win. The mm. other one was against Watford. Um, one of them is against us. Yeah, so they might I mean, win that one. They might yeah, I, be able to win that one. I was just about <laughs> to say, actually, Chris, I think they've got a good chance against yeah, you. Yeah, I know, no, no, I can't argue there, mate. <laughs> no. uh, I tell you what, Leicester City actually won at the weekend. Um, they've actually made a gap between them and Birmingham, so it looks like Birmingham could go down. Let's put the women's team out. Hope they don't notice because they're playing better than the men at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, been... disguise one as Sonu Chu. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, you know, when they say, like, what's he going to, you know, what you starting lineup? I'm just going to pick the Leicester women's team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Welsh, rather have points on board than rely on. Yes, of course. As I say, we, we would, especially when you're that end of the table and they are in just in a rut. So, um, sorry, Dan. Sorry, Burnley. But who do you think is going to go down, Mike? We'll end with that one. Um, Burnley. In this order, Burnley, Watford, Newcastle. Really? Yeah. Well, I've got to say, yeah, I think Burnley. Watford... I think it's just I just hate how they deal with their managers. Hence why I've gone them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I just think, you know, 
you, you deserve, I mean, first of all, what numbskull at Watford appointed Ranieri. And as I always said, as much as I love him for what he did, he isn't a relegation fighting manager. He got Fulham <laughs> relegated, didn't he? He got Fulham, exactly, you know. And mm -hmm. Watford, you get what you deserve. So I hope you go down, and I think you will. I don't think Roy... He's you good. He's how Everton are improving. Um, Leeds strung a couple of wins together. I think it's between Newcastle and Norwich because, as I say, I think I think Frank will slowly turn Everton round, and they may yeah. be there or thereabouts. But I think they'll have enough under him, and they made some good signings in the I window. Think Leeds, I think Leeds could finish quite high this year because Bielsa is probably thinking, you know, looking at looking behind him. There's three worst teams in him, so he might be thinking if. You know, because we know what Leeds do. They, they, yeah. You know, play. You know, this so open football that they just go for it. And uh, I can see Dean mm -hmm. Smith keeping Norwich up. I really can. He, he looks like he's settling a lot of a lot of. Um, he's got rid of Cantwell, and I think Cantwell was sort of seen as the the big fish in the small pond sort of thing. And yeah. he's he's got a more unified team now. Um, I, I think he keeps them up. I, I must admit, Chris. I I can't decide. It's definitely for me. Burnley and Watford are definitely down. Yeah. I can't decide between Norwich and Newcastle. I, I think Newcastle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't think they're particularly. I don't think Chris Wood is the man to get the goals that will keep them up. But I could be wrong. But anyway, we will see. I think. I tell you what. I'm going to nail me. Nail me. I'm going to go Newcastle. I'm going to go Burnley, yeah. Watford, Newcastle, which I think is what you went for. Yeah. So, um, and it wasn't the three that I said at the start of the season. So, <laughs> no, oh, my, my, my three at the start of the season was Southampton, Palace, and Norwich. How I've got that wrong. <laughs> oh, well, you and me both, mate. You and me both. But um, I'm call you Chris then. Um, Chris said Newcastle have buy themselves out of it. Um, yes. hopefully they go down. If they go down, the thing is they will come back stronger. You know, that's the thing with the club, yeah. Matt and uh, Matt, Mike, thank you so much for uh joining us. Uh, we did have Elton, so thank you very much for Elton if he's still watching. Uh, Elton Wellsby, unfortunately, um, internet problems at his end. Um, so hopefully we'll get that sorted and he will be on, he has said he will come on whenever we want him to, so that's nice, so thank you, but Mike I'm going to put your details in the stream afterwards, uh, how can people find you presuming uh, obviously that they want to find you well, <laughs> well if you do want to find my channel there we go, uh, Mike Green <laughs> on YouTube, just the name there, uh, Mike Green on YouTube very simple, so just ch uh, chuck a sub and um, that'll be much appreciated. But yeah, thanks for Chris for getting me on and subscribe to Leicester till I die. Guy, thank you. And guys, remember free the Welsh one. Free. <laughs> I'm starting this campaign. I'm going to start a fundraising campaign. <laughs> to the me. nearest thing we got to this for those of you that ever watched Coronation Street was was um, free the Weatherfield one with Deirdre when she was arrested. So I'm saying free the Newport one. That's what we're going to do. Free the Newport one. <laughs> get get him into a nice, nice <laughs> surrounding. Get him out. Get him out of his prison cell there. <laughs> I mean, it's not only is it a prison cell. I mean, you think that they've been nice to you because they've given you a lampshade. It's a Man United lampshade, mate. It's torture. That's <laughs> what they call it. It is actually torture.
It's not as bad as you think. It's not as bad as you think. <laughs> Mate, enjoy the show um, tomorrow. Um, or oh, tonight, I mean, with, with, with Dan. You're going on to him at nine. We're going to be back with the prediction show at nine. Uh, God knows. We've hardly got anything right this season, so I don't know why we're still doing it, but we will. <laughs> with Steve Linux, the ex-player, uh, he'll be joining us um, after uh, <laughs> sitting through the Leicester game with us at the weekend. Thanks very much, Mike, mate. Take care. Yes, and yourself. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow night on Dan's stream for the first half of your game. Oh, great. Cheers. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. Free the Newport one. Oh. Free the... Come on, brothers. Brothers, <laughs> we must unite and pull together. Free the Newport oh, one. Oh, crikey. Thanks Take for care, coming mate. on. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, mate. Cheers. All the best. Bye-bye. Thank bye. you. He knows I love him, really. I don't. I don't. But I said, he's still listening. So, I, I, Mike is a great guy. Um, seriously, though, go over, sub to his channel. If you like darts, he is your man. He, he does a great lot of dark coverage. I don't get the point in darts. Hey, yeah, that deserves one of those. I don't get the points in darts, but uh, he does a lot of darts coverage. I'm going to be back at nine. I'm going to shoot off, um, do what I've got to do, get ready for nine o'clock with Brad and myself. <laughs> and my says he's still here. Well, of course you're still there because they won't let you out your prison cell. You know, um, I'll send you a food parcel. I'll get down onto the Red Cross, get them to send you a food parcel. And I believe that they actually are torturing Mike. And if he doesn't give his secrets over, that they're going to make him go and watch Man United Burnley. So, <laughs> that's a fate worse than death. Cheers, Mike. All the best, mate. Take care. And I will see everybody else at nine o'clock for the um, prediction show. Thanks for watching. And if you're catching up on a podcast, thanks for listening as well. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. 
and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.